0: Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy, we're your hosts, I'm Nikki, I'm Chaysal, and I'm Jill. And hi, how are you guys doing?
1: Um, I'm alright, Um, I guess like random updates, but I started Accutane, and if you hi. went to the TikTok School of Dermatology, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have a lot of opinions about me doing that, which Turns out, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. And if you guys (laughs) think that Accutane is the devil in a capsule, then I have news for you. There are a lot of other addictive drugs out there with a lot worse side effects.
0: Oh, is that, I was going to say, I do people hate Accutane?
1: Oh, yeah. People literally like will come at you if you say that online, if you say that you're on it. I'm not even joking. Why? Because they're like, yeah, because they think that there's so many side effects that it's like not worth it, and that you can like die and all the shit. I'm like, have okay, you heard of like Adderall it. or like yeah. literally any drug that people are addicted to?
0: Yeah, or like birth co- any birth control or right. anything like that. Like literally any drug ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like then don't take Accutane, but don't. Why is it? Your yeah, business? I'm like, do you think like, that I'm I like don't
1: it. know that? Do you think that I like am not educated on this? I don't Apparently know. So there, know. yeah, I'm like, I don't even I, I've told like people that I'm close to, obviously, and my family members, because I know that they like probably don't know all of this dialogue about it. But there are people that I'm hesitant to tell because I know that they like are probably going to judge me for it. And I'm like, you know what, maybe when you have acne for over half your life, then you can comment on someone else's yeah. decision on what they want to do with their body. But thankfully, like I've only been on it for like almost two weeks now and I don't really have like th- like the crazy side effects that people assume happen to everyone but I am like super tired and my cystic acne is breaking out So the bottom of half of my face is like in pain Ugh, but that that's you know what it's gonna happen
0: Cold so that, Accutane, I'll take it too. really that's why I'm like. Yeah, that's why I'm like I know a few people who have done it, so that's why I'm like surprised to hear that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised to hear that people on the internet are assholes and hateful. Little (laughs) foreshadowing (laughs) for today's (laughs) episode. Um, But Shayzel, what was it that you wanted to say about? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I was I was on Accutane too in 2020 up until the end around the end of 2021 because I like as you guys know this, but for our listeners, I did a lot of research, like write a lot of studies and everything. And I learned that if you take a lower dose for a longer period of time, you might have less side effects, but you can still get the benefits of the course. Cause it's still, you get the the total cumulative dose that you need to quote unquote cure the acne long-term. And I remember since I was a kid, I started, cause I've had acne. I thankfully now i just get like normal small acne here and there which i'm so grateful for i'm like so grateful i took accutane the peace of mind that it's created for me has been incredible i cannot imagine with my mental health struggles now also having to deal with the mental health struggles i dealt with in the past just related to my acne so it's been a blessing but but since I was a kid I remember I started considering the possibility of it like literally even like the beginning of high school like end of middle school and I would watch a lot of YouTube videos and there were some people who took Accutane and they were talking about like the possible side effects the mental health side effects and stuff like that and there was a lot of fear mongering around it but I guess I started taking it right before my TikTok was a thing but it hadn't taken off to what it is now so I know people hate on it and I even saw people like before when I took it that were hating on it that were all about like you know natural solutions and shit like that right. people who like either don't understand acne, like just heal
1: your skin naturally no literally like, like just like, wow, drink more water. Okay, tell me how to do that because no, this literally. is about genetics like i can't just cure my genes from having acne
2: literally and i would see some people too on social media not as much of this but back then saw some people who did have a lot of acne and but they were like acne at advocates you know like I, like they're like for like you know embracing oh, that yeah. and stuff like that and some of them were like cool about it but some of them were also like you know as a result hating on people that would take accutane so i can imagine that tiktok has just kind of like super amplified that but like fuck that shit i'm obviously in full support of you doing this shit. like I, I truly believe it's gonna bring you peace of mind and there are some side effects to deal with of course but i think like obviously and you know your body if it gets bad that's a different story but i think like it's worth it for like not having to worry about that shit anymore i cannot even imagine dealing with that and i understand how like at this age too still dealing with it is like get me the fuck on this shit so i could be done yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like actually, i'll deal just... with
1: like having a little back pain if right. i can not have fucking face pain ever again
0: literally yeah. yeah i was actually just thinking about that i don't get cystic acne so not even trying to be like I get your pain because I know that that's like a whole (laughs) I don't know other level of struggling with acne but I still like I get like breakouts and stuff and I was just thinking about I'm like I'm fucking 26 and they say like oh acne is just like when you're going through puberty and stuff and then when you're an adult you like don't get it I'm like I'm a whole ass adult and I still get it so I know
1: I'm like who has said that because yeah, it I'm doesn't like, make any sense like I know yeah. so many people that get acne post puberty yeah.
0: yeah like it's just like so I don't know I but it was I was thinking about saw how like I need to like switch my skincare thing but what sucks is that I am so lazy <laughs> <laughs> and so like I know like that's what what I was thinking about was I was like okay I couldn't make my acne better if I like tried a bit harder but it's like by the end of the day I've done so much shit <laughs> and then on top of that I also need to like full wash my face like I do clean my face but it's like the thought of doing more than a step and a half is like oh god no, I, I can't feel that. like and so that's why I've been like nervous to start it because it's like once I start it, I know like I'll stick with it but you know it's I mean it's ADHD like avoidance kind of shit of like oh yeah.
2: that would be work so <laughs> why don't I just keep having kind of shitty skin i definitely get it if if you ever like want help with like a routine or anything obviously i'm happy to help my routine is actually like very simple i want to do more because now with like aging and shit which is a whole other thing i want to do more but like i would say like a very simple skincare routine is usually like what in cases that where it's like you don't have cystic acne can help with acne like i found that even before i started my accutane when i switched to my skincare routine that i still use now as i was preparing for accutane my acne immediately i mean i still needed the accutane but it immediately started clearing up because i I realized i needed to heal my skin barrier which is like a whole other thing Mm. yeah but yeah no we should definitely well we'll meet sometime
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe one day
0: one day (laughs) well i mean yeah again to like for where I'm at in life that answer to the question of how are you I have a yeah. lot of stressors going on right now and so the thought of that also changing my skincare no. routine is like simply could not do that like mm. no no no, yeah. no no, we're not doing not that. the time for that yeah so have yeah. You been busy?
2: you've been busy I've been really busy. I'm trying to I was just telling Manu that I need to like slow down. And I mean I, I'm always saying what am I not saying I need to slow down? Like literally yeah, I'm always true. Saying But I the other day I took two literally I was I've been avoiding this for months. I took two hours. I didn't think it'd take this long, but I'm just glad that I committed to it to just like put every single thing that I can think of that is happening this year that I know of in my calendar on Google Calendar. And I did it. And nice. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. And I'm literally going to like, I'm going to, I hate doing this because it just makes it like not free time or whatever, but something needs to change. So like, I'm literally six a day after our recording, I'm going to like schedule free time and this month in particular, at least to start and not be overwhelmed by thinking about it being this way forever. The free time that I choose, I'm going to respect in the same way that if I had an event and said, like, I can't go because I have this event, it's like, mm-hmm. I have this free time scheduled. And like I mean, people. I know people in my life. Are gonna respect that. Literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I know people in my life are going to respect that. But I just, my whole life, I don't know. People have like just taken advantage of my free time in a lot of ways. And I was raised to think that that like, free time is like, I don't know, open for other people to kind of like take when needed and like to sacrifice and stuff like that. So I'm going to be like really adamant about that this month. And I'm. Majorly feeling holy shit. I'm majorly feeling this Mercury retrograde right now. Like my communication, not even with like texting and stuff. All that's always a struggle. It's like finding the words to express what I'm thinking or feeling right now is like impossible. It's just like void in my head. Um, but yeah. So I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna try to like smoke weed less for a little bit at least because I need to like reevaluate my relationship with it i don't i'm not gonna stop smoking i like value it for a lot of for a lot of reasons so it just needs to be more intentional like i'm sick of feeling like a zombie whenever i smoke nowadays right. that's not that right like that's not what smoking was ever about for me like i'm not trying to have it feel like a hard drug in that way like at all like i yeah. want it to be engaging and stuff and like the other day on 420 i met this really cool person at this event that i went to like we were like friends we talked literally the whole time which was really cool but like And I remember, like, parts of the conversation, but there's a lot of it that I don't remember because I was just too high. It's like, no, like, I'm not cool with that shit. Yeah, I'm not cool with that shit. So I'm going to be working on that and stuff. Um, But, yeah, life has been, like, okay, just difficult at times as usual, like, mentally. But overall, okay, and I'm happy to be finding the time to slow down and, like, being very intentional about it.
0: Yeah. Well, it makes me think of, like, when doctors have, like, appointments and then they have walk-in hours you know it's like that's I feel like what you and like I do this too um up until like more recently it felt like when I didn't have plans it was like walk-in hours like okay like I don't have plans but that so that means if somebody asks for it I have to go and so by being like no like, I'm in the office, like, doing paperwork right now. It's not walking hours. I'm not taking appointments. I'm doing my own shit. Like, I think that will be very, like, beneficial to, like. Period. Have Thank that, you. like, limit. Because, I mean, you know, like, we were going to maybe hang out this weekend. Then I was like, I just need to, like, be at home. And it's actually, I mean, yesterday ended up being stressful at the end of the night. But um Friday, I've I, I just been home this whole weekend. And Friday, Chris wasn't home, and I just, I watched three movies and ordered food and got high and crocheted. And it was, I was just like, I had the best night ever. (laughs) Like, I was like, that was so fun. So I think it'll be, like, good, like, for you to, like, hang out with yourself, basically. You know, you have plans with yourself thank yeah. you and
2: I, I agree and a lot of the free time that i've been taking recently has been because i want it to be like i want to make these changes already so i've been like hella cleaning recently and i've like developed some routines with that which has been good and i've also been like i moved shit in my room again like i'm like finally cleaning out some boxes that i've been putting off but it just sucks it's like for example friday i didn't do anything like i didn't do anything i didn't go out or whatever but like I wanted to watch a movie that night, but I didn't because I spent the rest of the night like cleaning. So I'm like, I wanted like a Friday night to myself, and these things need to happen anyways, whatever. So I just need to like, I also in my schedule, I'm going to have like free time that's like quote unquote productive free time and free time that's just like, let me do whatever the fuck I want to (laughs) do. Like, god damn it. Yeah, swag.
0: All right. Speaking of, I don't know, I never say (laughs) swag. So, speaking of oh me my saying God. swag, swag,
1: I'm, swag. Yeah, on swag, you. you.
0: Telling by well, the fire that i fondue. Of, there's this um, tweet that I saw. It was a screenshot of a tweet. It was like, Justin Bieber just walked into a room, said swaggy, and left. <laughs> I like think about that. Like, that's why I, for a while I was saying swaggy, literally just from that meme, because it's swaggy. so funny to me. Like, that but, could uh, or
1: could not be true. And either I, way, it's plausible literally that's why I'm like
0: I yeah I was trying to think I'm like was it a tweet or was it like a news headline (laughs) (laughs) it was clickbait yeah (laughs) so that's why I was like speaking of swag swaggy makes me think of Justin Bieber which makes me think of Hayley Bieber which leads us to yeah which leads us to today's topic so um today's the last part of our trilogy of talking about like clickbait and celebrity culture and where that all came from so we figured we'll give you guys a little recap of previous episodes really fast I'll just do like maybe five minutes and then go into today so we started by talking about where it even comes from because that's something I don't know it just seems like celebrity culture and like again clickbait and just those type of headlines has have always existed but clearly it had to start at some point so it started like late 1800s early 1900s um in the newspapers there was that's where yellow journalism came from because there was like some comic with like a little caillou looking boy (laughs) wearing a giant yellow shirt and they would just put random shit on that shirt and people ate that up so then they were like oh we could just like do dumb things and people will buy our paper so that's kind of where that all started of like filler content I guess and then so started in the newspapers and then things like magazines started coming out and like short form news articles I forget what they called it the I penny press it.
1: the tabloid yeah
0: yeah tabloids thank you so then that like tabloids came like mid 1900s and they were intentionally shorter and so that was like they couldn't put like a very information intensive article in there because it was supposed to be short so it ended up being like dumb celebrity things and then they started making things like the sun times is that what it's called sun uh, yeah one of those like stupid magazines
2: at jewel like the daily <laughs> like mail like, the- a <laughs> national inquirer like yeah exactly yeah. then
0: those start coming out and they purposely placed them at grocery stores so that people would like get sucked in to buying them and so it's just been like a slow burn I feel like to like get to where we are now where everything is just like a short tidbit article about a celebrity you don't really care about you know like it just like it's just been things have been. I at least to me like things have been getting shorter and shorter and like I don't know the storytelling basically and so it's interesting like over the past hundred years it's like you can see how it's like shortened down I guess does that make sense what I'm saying yeah
2: it does but actually and I'll explain more of this later but that actually ties into like some of my theories about why we ultimately why our society ultimately like loves to hate on celebrities a lot and the psychology Mm. behind it but okay yeah again foreshadowing for real so that's
0: basically today we wanted to talk about a little bit about like celebrity culture today um and I mean I'm sure this is true all throughout everything I just discussed but because we're aware of celebrity culture now in the present day presently why it's so filled like with like hate and anger and like stuff like that like why that's why I'm like it I'm sure it was filled with hate and stuff in the early 1900s I just don't know so I don't want to be like now it's like such a hateful thing well, there, yeah, been, there like...
1: was the the gossip columnist we talked about oh, who was yeah. talking about people's um affairs and shit like that yeah, and just oh and out their... Yeah, she was like uh reporting people for being communists oh, yeah. and yeah. literally yeah. getting them <laughs> deported. So <laughs>
0: God, boss bitch, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so it it has always been quite often it's like negatively tainted I guess tinted I don't know like it it leans more negative more judgmental more angry stuff like that um sometimes there's just like it's justifiable to be angry about it but sometimes it's like people are so angry that she wore this dress to the Met Gala it's like is that really what we need to be angry about right now (laughs) true so we wanted to talk about where all that comes from Um, so the Haley Bieber, Justin Bieber connection, is. I recently watched, I know I've talked about her before on the podcast, but cruel, cruel world, happy mind on YouTube. Um, I really like her videos. They're like video essays, usually like 45 minutes long. And she kind of touched on how like Haley Bieber for like two weeks was like the most hated celebrity. Like everybody like hated her and like there was like, I saw like TikToks where, like, you know, Starbucks, like, we'll do like a competition tip jar, you know, like, which one do you like better? So then they'd be like, are you team Selena mm-hmm. or team Haley? Blah, 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 blah. And um, she was just discussing. Well, first of all, she made the fantastic point of like, why are, we, I mean, we know why, but why are we pitting these women against each other and not saying, hey, look at Justin clearly is like emotionally, if not abusive, mm-hmm. just absent selena talked about how he was like emotionally abusive when they were together he clearly like there's videos of him like closing the door on Haley when she's like getting out of the car and shit like he clearly doesn't give a fuck about her so then of course she's gonna get like insecure and be like
1: well he also refused to commit like he refused to commit for years and then would like on and off see selena the whole time they were also dating so yeah yeah. like he is an asshole like, if that was any of any of our friends, I'd be like, get the fuck away from that person. They don't they don't care yeah, really. about
0: you. Yeah. So that was just I mean, that's yeah. a whole other discussion. Right. That's what I was like. She, but it was a good point. I wanted it to be said because I knew you guys would agree. But yeah. um it just kind of she went into like, why was that such a phenomenon? And that's not I kind of touched on this, I think, last at the end of last episode like jojo siwa was like hated oh yeah yeah and like why does that interesting that's usually women but
1: um -hmm.
0: why why does that happen you know like why as a society are we like let's all band together and hate this person and part of it is like that is like a way to connect like against a common enemy kind of thing like i get like psychologically like why that happens but it's just why is the common enemy this random woman that would you know that's a celebrity like why did we all decide to hate her um and I don't know like I you know I just I've seen it happen we've talked about it before it's just like it's still every time it does happen it's like it feels like well I know a lot of people with Hailey Bieber specifically were calling her like a mean girl which i think she like i think she she's friends with like kylie and kendall you know Mm -hmm. and like they are all mean girls like they are like just they are and so that's one thing um cruel world happy mind was saying was like this has got to be for some people some sort of like parasocial like revenge on their high school bullies their high school mean girls yeah Yeah. it's like oh look at the mean girls finally getting what's coming to her and like Getting kicked down a notch and stuff like that, and again, it's like I understand the satisfaction in that and like feeling like somebody got their just desserts kind of thing, but like also, you don't know her. <laughs> like she's not your mean girl. She didn't bully you. Like right. right, let her live her life and let the people in her life deal with her. You know, like why are we all deciding? I don't know. Like she became, I feel like, like an icon of like the mean girl that we all want to take down, and I feel like that's what happens. Like everybody, like projects their own fucking issues on whichever celebrity of the week it is that we right. decide to hate
1: right and it's funny how a lot of the time like you just mentioned that it's women and it's funny because on the opposite side there's that meme of like who's the white boy of the week that everybody is obsessed with yeah Meanwhile, yeah. those are usually the men who are behind the scenes, like, abusing women and assaulting literally.
0: them. Literally. Yeah. Well, and it's always some, like, malnourished, <laughs> scraggly-ass cigarette-smoking man. Smoking. man. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, Timothy Chalamet kind of, like, literally. vibes of, like, <laughs> yeah. why do you look like a little boy from England in the 1700s? Like, <laughs> God, like, you need a loaf of bread? Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> you I know. know? <laughs> no, he can't afford it. He only has okay, a well, penny. I'm like, I'll donate
0: it—a <laughs> yeah. buffalo nickel. Like yeah. so, <laughs> a Buffalo nickel. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Let's just like blow smoke up these like crusty men's ass, and then also completely <laughs> shit on these women that you don't know. Like yeah. it's just you love to see it because it just proves us right. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that the world hates women. <laughs> like it's like yeah like name name a man that went through that type of hate without reason. you know, like when usually it's like when the world is like, wow, fuck this guy, it was like R. Kelly and it's like, right. yeah okay or there's like, a reason yeah. that thank God we're all on the same page with that one. Right. and even then people are like even ah, then. but he makes good music, you know, or like Kanye or something or, yeah, and I was so thinking
1: like, like Johnny Dupp, which it's like, okay, on the one hand. people were still riding for him the whole through the whole trial last year but I'm like well
0: and then how everybody was making fun of like Amber Heard yeah Yeah. and like I saw like skits on TikTok of people like acting out the story she told because it like didn't add up and like making fun of her and I it made me feel weird because again it was like yeah maybe she's not telling the truth but like this is not something to like joke about. Right. And then a couple days later I saw somebody stitch it and be like, What the fuck is this? Like this is a real person that went through very traumatized traumatizing things. Right.
1: Like trauma alters your memory too. So no wonder she like can't remember things exactly the way they happened, you know?
0: Yeah. And so it was just but that's made me realize that's another example of like Yeah. It seemed like they both were equally at fault in the extent that clearly they were both very abusive to each other. Right. Not clearly. That was my takeaway is that it was just an abusive relationship all around. Yeah. But of course, it becomes like, fuck the woman. Right. And like, Johnny up people are like, yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But Amber's <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> literally. Right.
1: So. Yeah, it's crazy how... I don't know I'm like I, I, that's a part of this that I didn't really like research into um is how much of this is just related to misogyny yeah like honestly I, I know
2: I didn't think to research that either but Same. You're right. well,
0: that's why I was like wait as I'm talking about this I'm yeah because like, I, I didn't think about it I didn't think about it from the mean girl aspect like I mentioned but then it made me think I'm like oh well yeah already like the mean girl is like also just like a misogynistic trope you yeah. know like and yeah right. Cause yeah because like, no, not... she's just a bully like, right men are bullies too it's just a different type of bullying but right bu- you know i don't know whatever. yeah and i, I want to
2: add something about that too the way that like for example using the johnny depp and the amber Heard situation although i didn't i mean i was up to date well i wasn't that up to date but i saw what was happening and stuff at that time and although i did see a lot of discourse on like people disliking johnny depp for everything related to the trial and like these things coming to light about him and stuff it's the way that it, the way that if people were shitting on him they weren't like mocking him in the way that amber yeah, heard and other women right, are mocked so right. it's like a whole other level of like with women they're also discrediting them in the process and with men whenever we do see we do see them like people maybe holding them, them accountable they still have enough respect for them to not mock them in the process
0: right yeah you can't even just rightfully criticize her because again it was abusive on both sides she made mistakes she made bad decisions so yeah okay you can criticize her but yeah the mocking is so that's yeah. such a good way of putting it because it's like so belittling yeah you know and right. just like and it oh, has no oh, actual oh, substance
1: like... like right of uh, regarding anything
0: yeah it's not like a constructive critique or like right this is what she did wrong it's just like oh my god she's such an idiot like "Oh, were you on the couch or were you on the floor that was like a big thing was was like I sat on the couch and then two sentences later said she was like on the floor some people were like oh were you on the couch or were you on the floor it's like fuck you you know what a childish you clearly have nothing to argue if you're gonna argue about semantics. exactly
1: yeah like there's no actual substance here
2: so the whole concept of mocking and stuff and the hatred <laughs> that goes behind that ties in with a theory behind hatred that we I think Jill and I both researched the same article. Um this thing in particular has to do with perceived cred- credibility of celebrities, which mm-hmm. I'll get to, but Jill can start us off on some other concepts that were found in this study.
1: Yes. So there is a theory. I forgot. I didn't write down the fucking man who came up with this. And so now I feel bad because I'm pretty sure it's like his last name's triangle of hate theory. Now I can't Are remember. I'm looking it up? She's I'm up.
2: looking it up. Yeah. Okay. I was about to do that. But I saw you typing. <laughs> uh, Robert Sternberg. Yes. Sternberg. I have it written down in my notes. Oh. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> Google
1: help too. Classic. Um, but yes, this man what is it again sternberg sternberg sternberg's triangle of hatred a, like,
0: that's such a like sociologist last right like- <laughs>
1: he, he was made to go into studying theories on
0: yeah like anthropology <laughs> and shit
1: right exactly um but the triangle of hate hatred is basically this thing that just de- that describes like how hate works because hate can com- like comprise a lot of different feelings and it's it's typically thought of as a single emotion but there's really like multiple components that can manifest themselves in different ways and on different occasions um, when it comes to hate itself so the according to the triangular component of the theory of hate um, it actually comprises like love it can be captured both like feeling feelings and actions like adding together in these triangles which I I feel like Shaisal probably can maybe explain like how like that as as a way of like organizing feelings a little bit better but I think it's like it's just like how you can have multiple things going on at the same time and can contribute to to one emotion basically
0: so is it like the hate is in the middle and the the like three points yeah so different things going on yes
1: yeah so let me also say what the three points are because that might make it a little more easy to understand um so the three components of hate are negation of intimacy passion and commitment so it's like you can have like two of those things go together and like make a different form of hate or you can have singular feelings on like passion equal a certain type of hate
2: that's that's my understanding yeah can i add the emotions associated with each yeah or so for example with the negation of intimacy that typically is associated with repulsion and disgust passion typically is experienced as anger and fear and commitment to this hatred is usually uh comprised of devaluation and diminution
0: yes interesting that why do do you know why he phrases it as like commitment like, what does that mean in this context?
2: I, I think what it means, which is what I'll get more into, and even though the next study that I read didn't um, specify the triangular theory of hate, but I think what it means after reading the other study is like, I guess, I mean in the other study I read they were talking about like short-term hate and long-term it's like acute hate and chronic hate and it sounds like a condition but like straight up haters <laughs> be having a condition sometimes True. Um, but like the commitment Got that I hater think, disease for <laughs> <laughs> hater disease that hatery <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but for real I think like the, the commitment has to do with if that kind of, like, long-standing belief about and experience, sentiment, everything that leads to hatred as opposed to it just staying at anger and stuff like that. You know, hatred is, it could be, like I said, it could be acute hatred, but for the most part, I feel like hatred requires some sort of long-standing pattern of something, whether it be your own beliefs about a situation or, like, the actual negative experience that would lead to, like, quote-unquote justified hatred. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, they also, like,
1: call it kind of, like, making...
2: Oh my god, Finn, please. Literally seeing <laughs> Addy right now. Addy was on some shit a second ago. His his
0: face coming right. <laughs> when the camera was
2: so good.
1: Um so they also say that it's kind of like making the decision to hate. Is yeah. it's like that type of commitment.
2: True. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so that, that's basically the like organizational pyramid of how the emotion of hatred works because I didn't write all these down of like how the different pieces of the triangle can come together to make different types of hate but like there are a lot of different types of there's a lot of ways to hate someone or something I believe it yeah and it's crazy how like you can put these things together just like these three aspects and come up with like so many different types of hate it's kind of scary yeah yeah
2: in, is it okay if i explain a little bit more about this yeah article? um so in in this study um it was called celebrity hate credibility and belief in a just world in prediction of celebrity hate um this was published in november of 2020 so i talked about three possible like a combination of what could be leading to hatred of celebrities and it was the triangular theory of hate that jill just described perceived credibility of celebrities which basically has to do with like if if You perceive a celebrity as more credible, then you're more likely to like them in some ways as opposed to if they're less credible, then you're less likely to like them, Um, which again goes back to kind of like with the mocking and everything. I mean, if, if they already are struggling with believing someone like Amber Heard in that trial and then obviously the misogyny incorporated in that too and then when you're mocking them that just lessens their credibility even more which yeah according to this article which i would agree with then just kind of exacerbates this cycle of hatred and anger even though i don't want to i don't want to equate the two here because anger and hatred are two different things as we've all experienced when we are and also like in theory in these studies
1: can i comment on the credibility aspect
2: yes i saw that
1: they also think that like credibility depends on someone's level of attractiveness. And that can Ooh. like someone being more attractive makes them more credible, quote unquote, which I'm like I can definitely see that, but I clearly that does not apply to women. Honest. Well, I mean it does. But not necessarily in the con- like conventional attractiveness scale. Right. Yeah.
2: I agree with that. I hadn't thought about that, but I 100% agree that attractiveness does relate does somehow make people more credible i mean i'm thinking of like like serial killers and stuff too true yeah
0: well i've seen like there's like studies where it's like it shows like more attractive like politicians are viewed as more trustworthy yeah and stuff like that jfk Um, and so yeah so it just like makes sense like that that's i don't know it's like
1: yeah it's like why what is the psychology of that
0: Yeah. Like, it's like if you like somebody, if somebody's smiling at you and you're attracted to them, then you're like, oh, I like them. They're probably telling the truth as opposed to, like, it's always smiling at you and they're, they're bu- ugly in your <laughs> eyes. And you're like, ew, why are you looking at me? <laughs> you know, but, like.
2: It's so crazy. It's, it's almost like the attractiveness component creates this level of, like comfort and safety in some ways yeah like ugliness creating danger which is like why what like what is the evolution ugly what is the (laughs)
1: evolutionary (laughs) psychology behind that they're like ugly people will kill you
2: no, I'm yeah. exactly. thinking of, like, how in nature we know to avoid, even though these tend to be really pretty typically, about how in nature we tend to avoid, like, very colorful plants or something like that or, like, animals because then we know. I think, I mean, Nikki, please correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, for example, a poisonous dart frog or whatever. Hmm. Oh, no, you're attracted to them, but then they're actually dangerous. Okay, so that yeah. doesn't apply. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there like apply. the poisonous dart
0: frog, they do that because it's like like peacocking almost you. like it's yeah. like hey, don't I look cool? Like come eat me.
2: Okay, well I take it back. I, I take it back. I was I was trying to make an argument using that, but it's quite the exact opposite <laughs> of the argument I was making.
0: <laughs> Queen of correcting themselves. <laughs> herself, Credibility.
2: <I> was like, <laughs> it's actually
0: this is a quick side note, and I could cut this out if you want. I was talking to Chris about you and how, what is like the Zezer version of like herself?
2: Zer-self.
0: Zier self Okay. That's what
2: I, when I was, when I was writing my, and you, you can leave this pronoun, whatever, our listeners, good, they'll understand more about Z-Zier. Um Like when I was writing my bio for like DJ events and stuff like that, the amount of, you, I don't realize how often we use pronouns in when, I mean, obviously when you're describing yourself in the third person, you use them a lot. And I guess I don't write myself, write about myself in the third person that frequently, but it was just. Zir, Z, self one after the other, and I was like, God, fucking damn. <laughs> like, it felt like I was like trying to shove it in someone's face, and I'm like, No, I'm just describing myself. And I'm using these, and now i like a alien. Agenda. You're doing yeah. a
1: language conjugation test.
2: <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. It took a lot of brain power, <laughs> but
0: I just realized because I said I felt myself like default to themself because it was like my brain was like, I don't know what it is, so. Right. That's why I want to ask. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Anyways. We can go Jill, back did you to already you. say the thing about credibility? I can't remember.
1: Wait, about like, what? Isn't that so what we you, were just you discussing? You <laughs> to add something? Is
2: that what you wanted to add? I literally can't Yeah, that was that what that was I wanted thing. to add. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that short-term memory you know
1: <laughs> i'm like wait the conversation we just had
2: we just had yeah you know um anyways the third the third predictor that they mentioned is the just world theory which some of you might be familiar with this it also like kind of i'm fam- familiar with this from sociology classes and from the fucked up concept of meritocracies but the just world theory was created by was coined that term by someone whose last name's learner in 19 19- <laughs> learner in <laughs> 1980
0: um, um, again made for- for literally
2: life (laughs) literally and the theory basically suggests that the world is just and people get what they deserve so good people are rewarded bad people are punished which anyone you know anyone that is like aware of anything happening in the world i mean (laughs) i for the most part would disagree with this yeah (laughs) i was gonna say we know that's not you have
0: yeah if you have a brain and are alive you know know this isn't true (laughs)
2: You no, know, literally. And this is like this part's unrelated. But I just wanted to add in the part about meritocracies, because this part I feel like not everyone is aware of. But it ties in with the idea of meritocracies, which is the notion that people su- that people who succeed and get certain opportunities worked for that, which, as we also know, is not the truth. Nope. Yeah. So because of many systems of oppression, among many other things. But um plus anyways, nepotism. Exactly, post nepotism. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Literally. No one can work wreck these veins. By your shoelaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. By your shoe buckles.
1: <laughs> well, if you're Timothy Chalamet, you might not even have those.
2: <laughs> True. True. He just by wears a little sock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He
0: wears a sock
2: with <laughs> holes. Dob-
1: yeah. Dobby had out. A holy sock. <laughs>
0: I'm picturing like the old, like in the '60s the way they would like portray a homeless man with like the shoes that like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the um the sole soul is like flopping off with every step and like the big toe poking <laughs> yes. Oh.
2: Okay, so <laughs> this study, basically this the, the study concluded with, like they did a sample, I also wrote down because I'm trying to be better about this. In school, I would do this all the time, but then I just, I don't know, my consumption of like literacy was like, this has not been as great and I've been skimming, so I've been better. I looked over their methods as well. And the they're in their study that they did find that there was a correlation between low credibility and low belief in just worlds and hating celebs. Um, so basically, if you believe that wait no okay if you believe that certain celebrities have less credibility and you don't believe in the concept of a just world then there is a correlation at least in the people with the people in this study that you will hate celebrities as well and they had a sample of about 300 people Um, but yeah, so that's that on this study. And we thought we'd also... Go- so that's that. <laughs> we, thought that's that. Go- <laughs> we thought we'd also Period. go... go <laughs> Go into the psychology of hate overall because it is a very complex topic and not like these studies have a direct answer. But I feel like by going over this, we can then all kind of theorize on what it is that has made us as a... I don't know, in society, hate celebrities as much as we do now. But Jill, I think you mentioned that you wanted to go you want to describe a little bit about anger and then we can discuss some of the difference differences between anger and hatred
1: yes okay so i guess i don't really have like a like a definition of anger but i did find this article kind of describing the concept of trait anger which is like it's basically just like the frequency, duration, and intensity with which pe- people become angry, and like it's it's kind of like how your natural state—how le- often you would like lean towards becoming angry and like acting on that impulse.
0: It makes me think of that test thing, and it was like, "Are you more often angry or sad?" Yeah, you guys both said sad, and I said angry. You can continue. It's just like, yeah. It makes sense that it's, like, a trait because it's, like, yeah, I, I definitely I have a shorter fuse, but I also get over it, like, really quick. Like, something will, like, make me mad and then I'll be, like, completely over it in, like, five minutes.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, people who are high on, like, the concept of trait anger will become angry more often, more intensely, and for longer periods of time than people with low trait anger. Um, and this is, like, I mean, obviously we know anger is is an emotion that humans exhibit and so it's existed throughout the history of time but it's like it's been you know written about like literally since the b- bc era um bee. <laughs> you know the b <laughs> Aquila and the b remember that
2: oh that moment in history, that smell <laughs> into, you know?
0: Aquila and the Bee is what started the phenomenon of anger. <laughs> yes. Alice, she, in, she introduced <laughs> anger to our society. She
1: did. Love her for that. Um, But let's see. So, like, I guess back in the day i don't know what they were <laughs> what they were getting angry about they're like we don't have food
2: <laughs> hey where's my bread
0: <laughs> i only have a penny yeah, they're like, i need a fucking piece of something why are the eat. bread why are loaves of bread five cents now as <laughs> yeah. opposed to two cents Inflation. like what the fuck <laughs> yeah
1: like i'm just picturing people like fighting in the streets of rome over
0: <laughs> that's what the coliseum was actually oh my people god people could go there and like true. throw hands with throw- somebody they beef with <laughs>
2: <laughs> meet at coliseum 3 no, p.m th- they didn't even yeah. have beef
1: to have
0: beef
2: true. true oh my god bars
0: no i mean it's like the fucking like duels that they would have yeah in the wild west (laughs) you're like um let's meet in the town square and whoever can shoot (laughs) faster it's like excuse me me. (laughs) excuse me
1: um yes (laughs) anger (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs)
0: Mm, Yes. Anger. (laughs) Fucking like evil villain. (laughs) Like (laughs) (laughs) make them angry. (laughs)
1: Um. Okay. But oh. Okay. So like with research on anger, we've realized that there are some ways that anger can be heritable. Especially if you like witness a lot of anger displays during your childhood, either by your parents or like guardians or media or what have you, that can be an inheritable trait, like just by modeling. Um, And the the specific genes that regulate anger and aggression are still like, you know, under research, but there is ample evidence that there are some biographic, like biologically based. Factors that can influence that
0: <laughs> Which makes sense.
1: I'm like I'm trying to read and like paraphrase the shit that I copied it's from true, an LA. article. Yeah, I'm like um the words right now.
2: Literally. No. <laughs> um.
1: Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The neurophysiological. Here we go. Here we go satellite radio. <laughs> Now I have to say this word again, and it was really hard to say the first time. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. Neurophysiological system that is most implicated in trait anger is the approach system. So there is like the approach and avoid system within us, which is basically fight or flight. But the the motivational system of the approach system is like your impulse to go towards something, um, whereas the avoidance system is the uh, the opposite obviously but on a neurological level like higher levels of trait anger um, is associated with more activation in the left anterior cortex which is involved in approach behavior and on a physiological level higher levels of trait anger are associated with approach related neuroendocrine responses such as increases in testosterone (laughs) um, increased cardiovascular activity in response to challenges and stress which may also contribute to high blood pressure and potentially cardiovascular disease.
0: That makes sense why, like, people are like, you need to cool the fuck down you're going to, like, blow a gasket. Like, yeah. your heart's going to pop because it gets so worked up. And it's like, and I'm literally, I'm picturing, like, middle-aged white men. Literally yeah, like,
2: yeah.
1: And, like, uh, it releases all that, like, adrenaline and cortisol and all that shit, which makes you, like, very reactive to things. Um which I talked about in our last episode, but, like, anger is that it's, like, a high arousal emotion which drives people to take action, which is that approach system and, like, makes you get fired up and you might want to fight people or, like, say something that you normally wouldn't because it makes you more emotionally reactive and not able to, like, process rationally. So that's my little blurb on anger. I don't know. Do you have, like, more textbook definitions or like understandings shaysal
2: not not really like my understanding of anger i mean obviously like i've learned some of it and like psychology of emotion studies and stuff like that but the way that i actually understand anger is even though this is not the case cause i think that it's also its own emotion It's typically an expression of underlying emotions but that like typically sadness with that invalidates anger so i don't want to do that i'm conflicted on my own thoughts on that i haven't done i haven't researched the complexity of anger as much but i do have (laughs) the complexity of hatred (laughs) that we can talk about and how it kind of differs from anger and stuff like that okay yeah hate is obviously as i mean i don't think honestly i don't think that we've all experienced hatred. Like, I don't even know if I've, no, I've definitely experienced, I think I've experienced hatred, but I don't know if I've experienced like true, true hatred. Cause it is such a strong word, which actually in the study that I mentioned earlier about um, like the celebrity hate study and stuff, they when asked if people hated like a certain population or something. Um, a lot of these studies, I don't know where they were. I don't know where they were based, but a lot of these studies actually kept mentioning the Israeli Palestinian, Palestinian conflict as examples. So, I mean I won't even get into get into that but they it, it's funny it's it not funny but it's interesting cuz they used like they would ask some people if they hated like a certain group of people and they would say no because of the aversion of the word hate but then they would ask them about other things that were straight up horrific crimes happening to certain groups of people and they were kind of like def- they were kind of defending it depending on who it was that was mm. talking and yet they would they, yet they said that they didn't hate this population which is like how could you want to commit these horrific crimes and whatever that's a whole other thing and i'm not going to get into the specifics of the examples they used but anyways so hate is often accompanied by other emotions like anger contempt moral disgust And this article that I read was called Why Do We Hate? It was published in 2018. It was actually very interesting. And the way that they defined hate was as a stable perception of a person or group um, and thus the incapability to change that extremely negative, the extremely negative characteristics attributed to the target of hate. So it's not fleeting like other emotions may be, although they discuss acute and chronic hate, which I'll get into a little bit more later in this study, it is interesting because I feel. I mean, I guess they said, like, there could be acute hatred if if it's, like, a horrific event that happens caused by a certain group, whether it be, like, a terrorist event or just anything. It doesn't have to be something that's, like, as horrific as that, but then it could lead to acute hatred. But it's kind of like the continued pattern of this happening and typically someone not being able to correct it as a result that leads to what we know as hatred. They also mentioned that hatred focuses on the innate nature, motives, and characteristics of the targets themselves. So momentary change will not change that hatred. So it's like, while anger can be directed toward the situation or something like that, hatred typically is targeted towards something in particular. Typically a person, a group, something like that, I would say it'd be interesting to study this from like a psychological anthropology perspective, but I think that hatred does require kind of like a living being to be behind it so for something as intense as hatred even if it is like a group um and therefore not one person in particular because they also kind of discuss interpersonal versus intergroup hatred which intergroup hatred i argue has more to do with how we view celebrities which i will also get to
0: well and with the um how you said it it seems that it implies that there's like a person behind it i i would agree with that because it's like to hate something implies like that that thing you're hating needs some sort of oh my god I can't think of the right word but like ability to make decisions exactly I can't think of the right word
2: but like you're so
0: right it's like how can you I don't know like if a rock falls on me or something like I don't hate the rock because it's like right the rock wasn't like let me fall I hate the person who chucked a rock at me for doing you know like right right but it's just like yeah. yeah it it implies some sort of, like, yeah, ability to, like, make choices that you disagree with in whatever form. But, like, I feel like that's, like, where, you know, like, the hatred then comes from is, like, disagreeing agree. with the actions yeah. they're taking.
2: And I think that's where, like, the moral disgust component comes in as well. Because it's it's also the implication that you could have made another choice to begin yeah. with. Along, along with that, they mentioned that with hatred okay yeah with hatred the other aka the person or group that we're hating in the situation can't really change or repair because once you hate someone not like for not like it's this way forever but typically once that's established it's like they are that that person or thing or whatever is malicious not just acting maliciously so they kind of adopt this characteristic of something to be hated as opposed to something that they did it also which i found very interesting Hatred typically is associated with feelings. It, it contributes feeling to feelings of powerlessness, which can be another determinant of hate. Which makes sense to me, especially in the celebrity context, which I'll get to um, very shortly. It makes sense to me that, like, same way with anger, to me being very associated with like fear and like deep-rooted sadness and stuff like that. I think it all comes down to like I don't know safety and comfort among many other things. So it makes sense that powerlessness. Someone doing something that obviously would elicit hatred would be harmful to you in some way or another, and the continued pattern of it without it changing does lead to feelings of power powerlessness. And I understand. Like, does that make sense to you guys too? Why that would lead to hatred? Because it makes sense to me, and I can't properly like, explain it right now. Yeah, that the feeling of powerlessness would contribute to it. Yeah, like it yeah. makes the place like with like expressing... it
1: removes your agency, exactly. which I think that like one of and
0: that's the word I was trying to think of. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's like an inherently basic human right is to have agency in your life and in like the things that you look at and like surround yourself with. And you'd like to think that you have agency in all aspects of your life. But yeah, it's like when you remove that, it leads to resentment.
0: Exactly. And and that's like, I actually, I know you're gonna relate it to celebrities but as long as we're talking about that like powerlessness like agency thing at least for me because i was thinking about like when celebrity stuff like pisses me off because i don't think i actually was thinking like if i hate anybody and i immediately thought wario (laughs) i (laughs) deserve i hate that fucker i hate him (laughs) um so (laughs) (laughs) true um literally ugh but um I don't like actually hate anybody, but I do like get pissed off by celebrities. And I was thinking about like, why, when do I get pissed off by them? And it's usually like, I guess like a sense of like almost like jealousy of like, or, but again, the like powerlessness, like it feels like shoved in my face of like, oh, like I'm struggling because our economy is shit right now and I yeah. can't do all the things I want to do. And you are just prancing around doing things you want to do and it makes like it like reminds me it makes me feel powerless not that they're actively doing it but it like shoves in my face like that America kind of sucks because I can't do what I want to do you know yeah it's like it it
1: makes you more aware of the things that you're not able to do because you don't have the access that they do to shit I feel that too I feel like that's like usually the type of hate that I feel towards celebrities like I don't act like not like i would fucking kidnap somebody if i had the chance and like make them pay for something like i don't feel that strongly about any celebrities one way or another but the type of like anger that i feel is also related to that where i'm like damn i wish i could also have a million pieces of clothes and like get free shit and go on free vacations and all that
0: well and it's i think especially too is when they don't recognize it Because it's like sometimes, like, I don't, I mean, I'm thinking of her because we were talking about like the Haley Bieber thing, but Selena Gomez, I have always liked. She's always seemed pretty genuine. And she's kind of a rags to riches story, you know? She like was raised by like a single mother and like they were really poor. And then she started acting and like that, like supported her family. But so she like remembers her roots and she has always seemed like down to earth. So when she does like do really cool things, like that doesn't piss me off because it's like, oh, you're aware. That you're very lucky and aware of your privilege and stuff. And then it's like when like Nepo babies or like people like the Kardashians or something are just like, nobody wants to work these days. You don't want to work, bitch. Like the fuck? Like, you know, like that I think is where like
2: that's when I actually like get angry. Yeah, I agree. I have one more point to make about like Mm yeah sorry no no it's all good and then and it's just one more thing and then I want to discuss like my theory on celebrity hate and stuff and then we can all discuss more about it I just wanted to again touch on the thing about the like the concept of like short-term hate versus long-term hate so in this study they described like the emotion of hate as immediate so that's kind of urgent in response to specific events versus chronic hate long-term which is long-term sentiment of hate And frequent incidents that elicit the emotion of hate naturally can then strengthen chronic hate, um, which I then thought of, like, when we, like, the recollection of it, so our memories of the situation, when we think back on moments of, like, hatred, something, something someone did that might have elicited hatred in us, that is constantly strengthening our negative beliefs. So I was even thinking with celebrities as well, if we already feel some type of way about a celebrity and they're constantly being shoved in our faces it's going to trigger what we know of them already in our minds. And if we have this negative portrayal of them, especially if it's like with, with deeper rooted feelings like this, and you're going to be constantly strengthening that hatred about them necessarily adding to it with other things in life in the same way that, which this is where like the parasocial part of it comes in, like someone in quote unquote real life, might actually be engaging in a pattern of behaviors that would lead to hatred as opposed to celebrity might just be existing after doing something shitty. But you seeing them over and over again is going to continue, unless you're reevaluating your belief about the person, is going to continue kind of like enforcing that, that belief. And I found it interesting that they also mentioned in this article, in this study, without them even talking about celebrities, it said that we do not need to know someone to hate them which is when they talked about intergroup rather than interpersonal hatred, which I would consider celebrity hatred as intergroup. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it doesn't mean that if you hate one celebrity, you hate all celebrities, but I feel like there is some association with, like, <clears throat> excuse me, if you feel, like, really strongly against one celebrity, there typically is, like, the concept of their celebrity behind all of that. Um, and therefore, I feel like you are more likely to dislike Others, if that makes sense, um, if you feel that strongly about one in particular, and they also describe this intergroup hatred dynamic as like a symbolic relationship with a group member on the basis of one's perception of the person as part of the negative outgroup. And to partake in this intergroup hatred, you kind of also have to like, whether subconsciously or consciously, subscribe to the idea of one person representing. A group overall you know which i mean explains a lot of hatred that we see in oppressive systems in general but all of this is to say that my theory on well one of the theories on why we might hate celebrities is that because we see certain patterns that they engage with um that they engage in certain behaviors and stuff like that with little to no ability to actually see anything but this pattern like obviously with the media that we've discussed and everything especially if they're being portrayed in a negative light or not if we're getting a certain coverage on them and not everything like i mentioned we're constantly we're kind of constantly reinforcing that hatred like neural pattern that we have going on and on top of that for something as strong as hatred that takes a lot to be able to re- to repair that rupture in real life even how could a celebrity ever have the opportunity to do that even if like they did something terrible and they apologize profusely and like did a bunch of things to make up for it i feel like the type of I don't know the type of repair and nurturing that comes from like feeling that intensely negatively about someone requires actual like connection with them and there's no way that most people would ever have a connection with these celebrities and then in this article later on they even mentioned the lack not about celebrities just in general they said the lack of personal interactions with the target of one's hate diminishes chances of perspective taking from the side of the victim
0: yeah yeah that makes sense it's like you build up this image of that person that you hate when they're a celebrity, that it's, like, you're going to then, even if they are apologizing profusely, you're going to be like, they don't actually mean it. You know, exactly. like, they're yeah. so full of shit, or, like, something like that. Like, yeah, there really is no, like, coming back from that, I guess. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I te- I definitely, like, agree with that interpretation, J.C.L., and, like, of why we hate celebrities. And then I think it even... I would take it one step further to say that, like, once you have that established celebrity that you, like, hate for whatever reason, it's almost like people will project all of their issues and, like, other things that they have going on onto that person and, like, use that almost, like, as an external source of their insecurity and, like, all the things that are going wrong in their life and, like, have, have a way to, like, visualize it and just, like, put it on something else as like a way of, to th- like go through therapy themselves almost.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, like yeah. a classic case of like, like like literally in like the most Freudian sense projection of like a defense mechanism yeah. of with your own shit but just completely placing it on someone else. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like a lot of the stuff I was seeing online of like, I, I opened that one study um, through a link and out of Reddit and people were commenting on it and they're like, oh, really? Like, I think the reason that I hate a celebrity is because they just have way more money than me and we live in a world where, like, that's how it is. So, I mean, like, that that was what we were just discussing with the powerlessness. Like, I'm like, I think that what you are saying or what these people are saying is described in these studies as the the powerlessness side of things. But, like, it's also the projection of them not having the things that they want in life and, like, using... Whatever, just celebrities in general as a way to be like, I hate you all because you have more than I do of, and you know of whatever it is.
0: I completely yeah. agree. Well, and I was gonna say too, like the other thing that causes me anger, like to feel hatred towards somebody, because I also think like again that's like different. Like I feel like I can like feel hatred towards somebody, but not actually hate them, which is like what you were yeah. talking about, like a like acute chronic hate you know yeah yeah. but um what can make me feel that way is also like injustice like if somebody Yeah. yeah yeah gets away with something like Trump like he's just like such a horrible person and like people are yeah worship him and stuff like that like that injustice of it and I feel like like as I'm like thinking about it I feel like that again ties back to the like powerlessness aspect of like mm-hmm. I can't do anything to like right these wrongs and I just need to see this person get away with it but then also like I don't know it's like the feeling of like it sounds so childish but like things not being fair yeah like like they don't it, deserve it not being in a mer- yeah and us not being in a meritocracy and stuff like that like so again it's like I guess it feels like that's what I'm like I guess it is like the powerlessness aspect yeah. and how we were saying like it's like it just shoves in our face like whether it is like I don't have the money to do what I want to do or like this person has so much money they got away with it because our system's fucked up yeah so that if people with money can do whatever they want what's the point kind of powerlessness like that definitely is like the main fuel to my anger and I feel like bigger figures
1: yeah and even like with nepotism I think that that's probably why a lot of people hate on nepo babies is because there's that feeling of powerlessness is that they don't deserve the things that they have or the the fame yeah. and the power that they have because they didn't actually do the work to get, I mean, you know, whatever they, you know, they did the work, they got their own jobs, but like they didn't have to work as hard as other people to get
2: right. what yeah.
1: they have. But yeah. Then there's also yeah, like, like did you commit crimes? That's why we don't like you is because you should <laughs> yeah. be in jail. <laughs>
0: yeah well and it is like as you're saying that nepo baby thing like i definitely also like get pissed off by that but like when i feel angry towards it i'm like of course i'm angry at this person for being a nepo baby but it's also like it's not their fault they didn't ask to be like johnny depp's daughter like you know like it's not
1: but they could have chosen a different career
0: true well yeah but
1: (laughs) but I mean being famous is kind of like the ultimate career yeah yeah Yeah,
0: why would you why would you and like if I were them (laughs) I would also be like hell yeah like my dad's a celebrity and I can take a jet with my friends to go to this island why the fuck would I not sorry but like why (laughs) wouldn't I yeah and no matter what
2: they do the privilege will be there and I'm thinking about it Yeah. yeah yeah
0: well and that's I was gonna say too with the like oh they worked they got their own job um you know it's like even if it wasn't like direct nepotism of like they got a job at daddy's law firm kind of thing. It there still is like an aspect of like nepotism that people would be like, Oh, I want to hire this celebrity's daughter. That would be cool. Right. You know, and so it's right. like even though yeah. it's not their their family hiring them, they're they still are getting like hired because of their family. Right. The right. Yeah. So definitely. That and then again, yeah, that's like
2: the like that's not fair though. But yeah, it's not their fault obviously there's no one way to decrease the hate and i also want to mention like i don't want to trivialize this because there is like very serious hate that leads to like literal constant like sort of genocide of people um so like the type of hate that i'm talking about in the situation is not that because i don't know how the fuck i mean there are many ways to fix that but like i'm not gonna make it seem this simple but what they described which i would agree with is like The way to decrease this hatred, let's say, for celebrities is, like, the the reappraisal of malevolent intentions as, like, instead of seeing it as this, like, stable, consistent pattern that they partake in, seeing it as, like, separate instances. I guess, obviously, it depends on the person, but also to not immediately personalize it and see it as a result of their identity or character. The issue is that I would say that a lot of people, unless we're talking about, like, hatred of, like, you know, like, for more serious things, as I just mentioned, hatred in these situations, I feel like, I feel like there'd be a strong argument to say people who actually hate a celebrity that hardcore lack self-awareness and self-reflection you know um yeah because there there has to be some level of like projection like jill mentioned and i was gonna say that's like stuff. the
0: ultimate projection where yeah. like you are hating somebody you don't even know this much like come on
2: exactly yeah and the thing is that like those people if they're already lacking that self-awareness i feel like they're not gonna why would they ever down and like reevaluate that you know And I have something else to say about that. I listened to this podcast episode years and years ago that left, like, a big impression. I listened to it in 2018. I remember it was called – the podcast itself is Hidden Brain. It's, like, an NPR podcast about a lot of, like, psychology stuff, of course. And they talked about patterns and how – damn, obviously, I understand, like, patterns can be very informative in a way that we do have to, like, learn about people and, like, they help inform us. Like, people like Trump and other, like, atrocious human beings. Uh, So there's a real pattern there that is – emblematic of who they are as a person however patterns in general can be very damaging um and i very much like that's part of the reason why i give i mean actually i I really don't think i give people like an excessive amount of chances but that's part of the reason why like i give people chances for people who like other people might not give chances to because i think that patterns are so damaging like systemically among many other things like in this podcast episode they talked about this woman who experienced a very difficult life with substance use in her family substance use with herself and like issues with her child and everything and then went to prison for a little bit and as a result a lot of people you know like discriminated against her and stuff like that and then she actually did turn her life around and the thing is when we see people as these patterns same with this pattern that leads to hatred we don't give people a chance to like actually grow and we take away opportunities from them that would show you that maybe they shouldn't be as hated as you think. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I can see that definitely.
0: And well, I think that goes back to what you're saying of like when you hate a celebrity, like there's no way for them to redeem themselves because like you, right. like they just literally don't have the chance to because they're never going to like actually speak to you. Sorry. <laughs> you exactly. know, like, right.
1: You know, and not to bring up Dumois again, but that is why I like her a lot because she, like, even though she does post, uh, like, negative things that happen with celebrities and, like, negative celebrity interactions with, like, fans, she does also post the opposite of that like if if people are all hating on brad pitt or something one day the next day she'll be like okay well send me your good encounters with him and i'll post those too and like she'll post a whole section of that as well so it's like having at least some balance to seeing like different sides of a person and letting letting yourself you know filter out what you think is
0: relevant agreed well and i think that goes back to like everybody in society just agreeing to hate this person it's like yeah then only the negative stuff is like going 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 so like with Haley bieber it's like a few people start posting negative stuff so just like then everybody else is posting negative stuff yeah and getting any of the positive stories so that's why it becomes like a social phenomenon kind of thing you know
1: right yeah and even now i'm like <laughs> I was just gonna say, even now, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about Haley still. <laughs> I know, I but saw that's, better yes, right. hey, that's better than hate. That's better than hate. I'm indifferent towards her.
2: Exactly.
0: Well, I yeah, I mean, my impression of her is that she's just kind of a nepo baby and I mean girl, really insecure for one reason or another, and just like is very like performative, you know? Agree. Like, yeah. So it's just like I just don't fuck with people like that, but like I don't hate her. Right. Right. Yeah. You're just very different from who I am.
1: So. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm just. I feel like I'm going to be more aware now of like when I am feeding into my own mental patterns that I have, like regarding certain celebrities. Cause I like on the spot, I'm like, I can't think of like who I hate that's a celebrity. Right. I
2: can't think of one either.
0: But then it's like I'll see them in like. Than two seconds a t-mobile commercial (laughs) yeah god fuck you you know like just seeing them in like a 30 second clip will like piss me off and then i'll be like oh yeah wait why do i even hate this person right
1: i'm yeah my first thought right now is chris pratt and i'm like oh no i don't like him because now i don't even know i don't even know if he actually is homophobic but he belonged to that church that is so oh by proxy oh yeah he is also homophobic
0: yeah. (laughs) yeah Gross. Or at the very least, he's like comfortable with homophobia. Yeah, literally.
1: yeah. Like you want to join a church that believes in that? Let's not. But also, that's the same church that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez go to. So
2: Selena Gomez too. Yeah. Damn.
1: Hillsong. Love. Well, I think the Chris Pratt one is like a branch of Hillsong. It's not called the same thing, but it's it's all the same.
2: Ew. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, hopefully that was some food for thought um, on why we hate in general and then why it ends up, like, being directly aimed at celebrities. Like Jill said, now I'm definitely going to be so aware, like I said, like, next time I get that type of, like, flash of, like, anger just from, like, seeing somebody or, like, Ugh, oh, I know. Now it's making me think Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, my God. I just find him, I find him <laughs> so annoying. And so, yeah. then, like, if he's in a movie, I literally can't watch the movie. But I guess it's not like I don't like hate him, I just find him annoying as shit so that it like distracts me from the rest of the movie. Right. But anyways, um it's just going to make me reflect on that. So and you should too cuz I mean, I'm the last person to be saying this cuz I can be very negative, but try, you know, try to like change that and switch it to positivity and, you know, good vibes and not hating random people we don't know. Right. Yeah, at the, at it's the a very process. least
2: just just ask yourself why you feel a certain way. I feel like that's a really yeah. important start yeah. for just anything honestly
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah thanks for listening and you can find us every other tuesday um anywhere you listen to your podcast and follow us on social media at that's kind of movie bye bye, bye.